welcome to another episode of Exposit the Truth, where it's all about the clear understanding of the living Word of God and how to apply it to everyday life. We are here on part three of How to Hear Deception. So a lot of information in part one and two. If you did not check those out, go back and listen to those. Uh, Very important. So it all comes together for you. On this lesson, we're going to continue talking about false teachers, how to recognize them, uh, what are the apostates, uh, what does scripture have to say about these subjects. So the true Christian is called to test all things and hold on to what is good. We are to recognize the difference from an apostate, uh, someone who falls away, who denies the truth, uh, versus a true Christian. Discernment is a spiritual gift we must earnestly seek. With discernment, we are not easily deceived by a person's title or what they identify as. Um, And this is why we are called, you'll see in a moment, to test all things. A Christian can quickly discern if the so-called pastor or professing Christian is in it for the money, uh, self-ambition, or if they are truly for the glory of God. It is and always will come out uh, by the deeds that come out of them on a daily basis. Uh, Not by some amazing sermon or fancy way of speaking, which so many are deceived by that. The truth will always come out. Thankfully, we have the Word of God to guide us and the Holy Spirit to empower us But we must always remember to keep his word embedded in our hearts daily. And his word will reveal who is an apostate and who is in it for self-gain and deception. Okay, let's go into scripture reading here for the first part. Uh, Three uh, parts of scripture we're going to look at. uh, 1 John, 2 John, and 2 Peter. 1 John chapter 4, 1 through 6. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. Right there in verse 1. And there are many Christians that have this theory that uh, apostates have not been around for some reason or it hasn't happened yet. So the first thing you have to realize when it's talking about falling away, apostates, um, antichrists, plural with a lowercase a, is it talking about many little ones or tribulations. So there's small, right, lowercase a, antichrists, and tribulations, and apostates, and then there is the, right, time that will happen towards the end. Um, Like the falling away, like an ultimate falling away of the church and everybody in the world from God and his word. And apostasy, but apostasy has always been around since the first century church. We see it here um, on this lesson and throughout scripture uh, that we have been doing on the series of how to hear deception. Um, And so verse two, by this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is a spirit of the Antichrist, with the lowercase a, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. So there you have it right there. Uh, apostasy, uh, the spirit of the Antichrist, this is from you know, Satan and demons, 
is already in the world ever since the church was born in the first century. There's no reason to think anything else about it hasn't happened yet or any other kind of theory. Verse 4, little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And he's talking about Satan being in the world, right? And, and he who is in you, alive, Christ, Jesus, in you, the power of the Holy Spirit. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Okay, so in verse 1, John informs us that there are other spirits that do exist. What kind of spirits? Not good. These are demonic spirits uh, who produce false prophets and false teachers to propagate their false doctrine. Christians are to have a healthy skepticism regarding the faith, examining scriptures to determine truth and error or false teachings. So we, we always need to take a step back and whenever something sounds off or, um, you know, really strange or, you know, and you always have to think with a biblical filter in your head, right? This is why you must embed adhere scripture to your heart to your knowledge so that whenever someone's speaking about god you know or the bible or his word you can quickly you can quickly identify if they are lying you know or or, or you know saying something that's not true that god did not say you can quickly identify them by knowing scripture and what god's word says but here's an issue with the church today more than 80% of the church, or so professing Christians don't even open their Bible, uh, except for maybe on Sunday service. So, if you are not putting the Word of God in you, and you're not understanding it, you're not adhering to it. How can you, it be possible for you to have discernment to know the difference between a false teacher? This is why so many people choose that easy path, right? They, and, and want to hear what they want to hear that makes them feel good. Instead of hearing what they need to hear to be able to repent, transform, become born again, and become a true Christian. So we can see how the apostasy was in the first century church, how the spirit of the Antichrist was already at work. These apostates were denying that Christ was truly a man of flesh and blood. Uh, they were disrupting the true deity of Christ being fully God and fully man. Many cults do this today, uh, but mostly in the other way of saying that he was only a man of flesh and blood, but not God. Um, and, you know, each cult will you know, disrupt the deity, and we'll continue talking about this on this lesson. Um, but, uh, you know, he, God is fully man, fully human. Jesus is, right? Um, and that... The triune God is made up, who's one being in three persons. So, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The devil does not care how you believe or pray to Jesus. He only cares that you believe in the wrong Jesus. A Jesus who is man-made and cannot provide true salvation. 
Okay, so let's go to Second John uh, verses 7 through 11. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. Such a one is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting. For whoever greets him takes part in his wicked works. So I do want to quickly note that uh, one of the ways to quickly spot a false teacher is, you know, how they want to focus on works, the byproducts of salvation. So miracles and healing, uh, you know, riches of the world, right? Those are all things of the world, right? Even healing, right? Because our flesh, this flesh, this body that lives on this earth is of the world, right? That will perish, that will return to dust, Okay, this is not our glorified body. This is not our permanent body. So, if we if 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 a person is saying they're Christian, saying they live for God, but they're only uh, wanting to live for the flesh, right? Uh, th- th- their actions are showing, right? Their thoughts, their words, their actions are showing that they only care about saving their flesh and what they have in this world. That clearly means they are not a true follower of Jesus, because Jesus teaches us to let all that go and deny it. So in verse 7 here, John gives limits for Christian hospitality. Um, we must always remember that Satan always appears as an angel of light, and believers must be on guard against error by having an intimate acquaintance with the truth. So for those Christians that may say, oh, you have to love, love everybody, don't judge, there are Scripture is very clear where it says, do not love the world, right, in First John. Do not love the world, right, for from the world, because from the world comes the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. And so there are times where God clearly instructs us not to love. And in this case, those who are deceivers, workers of Satan, must not be welcomed, greeted, right, or shown any kind of hospitality, right? We reveal the truth, we reveal the light, but we are not to mingle, spend any kind of uh, friendship or any kind of, you know, hospitality with them. Verse 9 speaks about a failure to be faithful to the fundamental sound doctrines of the faith marks a person as having never been born again. So you'll notice a lot of false teachers just speak about nonsense, about rainbows and clouds, and they have this, they had a vision of this, and they had this, and they speak it with such certainty that they're absolutely sure that that's what it is, when it's clearly not what Scripture is talking about, right? And so they'll say things that make you feel good, but all the while, uh, you know, damning people to hell because they are, you know, talking about a false Jesus uh, and a false gospel. Verse 10, these were not minor matters of disagreement. These false teachers were carrying on a regular campaign to destroy the basic fundamental truths of Christianity. Complete disassociation from such heretics is the only appropriate course 
of action for genuine believers. Um, and so once again, it is made plain to see that deceivers have already begun to deceive in the church. Uh, the church has not been getting better, as some people think. Uh, it has been um, corrupted by the apostates and deceivers. And, and so um, it is a spiritual battle and we have to be on guard and put on the full armor of God. True Christians do not spend time, energy, resources, or show any kind of support to those who spread deception. All right, so uh, we are given a detailed analysis and warning, right, about, about 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 them. So this is, if anything, God cares and shows that He does love us because He had, He told us ahead of time and warned us ahead of time, uh, multiple times, right, throughout Scripture. Uh, that is why we do not bring them into our home or give them a greeting, uh, in which in those times meant showing hospitality or giving aid. All right, So we don't give aid to those spreading a false teaching uh, or, or, or a false gospel. Uh, doing such things would be working for the opposite team. All right, and for the next part of Scripture, is 2 Peter chapter 2, 1-3. through 3. But false prophets also arose among the people. Just as there will be false teachers among you, you will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their sensuality, and because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. So verse 1 is talking about the false prophets that are described in detail so Christians would always recognize their characteristics and methods. Um, and by the way, even non-believers can you know, um, identify, have the ability to identify a false teacher, right? Wearing all these jewelry, fancy clothing, million-dollar mansion, driving a Bentley, Right, even non-believers can do this, right? And so, um, you know, Christians, you, sh- you should be even, you know, fifty, a hundred levels above non-believers, right? And and so, because there's level of deceivers, you can you can. Sometimes it's harder, right? Because it's, it's like, in their words only. Sometimes they may appear outwardly to be holy, right? But their actions or their words or their theology. Or a sound doctrine, something will eventually come out, and you'll be able to to know for sure. The greatest sin of Christ rejectors and the most damning work of Satan is misrepresentation of the truth, and its consequence deception. Nothing is more wicked than for someone to claim to speak for God to the salvation of souls, when in reality the person speaks for Satan to the damnation of souls. Through their heresies, may include the denial of the virgin birth. Deity, meaning the triune God and God and Jesus is fully man, fully God, bodily resurrection, the second coming of Christ. The false teacher's basic error is that they will not submit their lives to the rule of Christ. In verse two, it's talking about uh, you know many people will profess to be Christians but deny Christ's lordship over their lives, refusing to live as obedient servants to Christ. Uh, and his word, following instead the lustful uh, flesh and the lust of the world and the devil. Such Christians will tragically be included 
in the Lord's condemnation of hypocrites at the day of judgment. So here's your response. Can I clearly see and hear deception? Do I blindly follow other people and their opinions? Right? Or do I follow God's commands through His Word no matter what people think of me? Right? I will always stand by and live for God's Word. Um, and we as true believers, we must always speak, act, right, through a biblical filter. Think, you know, thinking, especially because it all starts with thinking, no matter what you're watching or listening to. And I know that if you're listening to this, you are already on track for becoming a more mature Christian, following in the ways of Jesus and the ways that God is instructing us to live. Um, and you are already growing, learning, following His Word, uh, which saves us from all kinds of deception. So, with that said, you know a little bit more about how to hear deception.